Okay, welcome back. Sorry that took uh, a little little break there. So we just got uh, done talking about how the United States was kind of being production happy and we were producing all kinds of things and we were coming out of being isolationists to fight in the war because the Japanese bombed us at Pearl Harbor. And we talked about how in retaliation of Pearl Harbor, we did the um, Doolittle raids and, the United, and uh, we said Japan had attacked us back with Midway Island. And I said that's where I was going to pick up at. So uh, I'm just going to do a little bit with Midway Island and then I'm going to talk primarily about Europe. And then we're going to kind of finish up this unit and then move into the Pacific Theater next. So anyhow, Midway Island was the retaliation attack after the Doolittle raids. And this happened in June of 1942, and this was considered one of the most decisive battles of all of World War II. And so the Japanese threw this huge amount of their fleet at us. They had six aircraft carriers, 11 battleships, 13 cruisers, 45 destroyers, submarines, transports, and minesweepers. So there was a fair amount. And they probably would have got us. But we had cracked their code, and we kind of knew they were coming, so we kind of did a surprise attack on them. So we were able to destroy a fair amount of their fleet at this point. We destroyed four of their aircraft carriers, which was huge. And this was um, our our aircraft. um, I'm sorry, our yeah, our aircraft were just fantastic and really did a number on them. And I said, I'm going to go into this a little bit more when we get to our uh, the Pacific Theater, which will be our next podcast, but. Anyhow, I'm going to leave off with the Pacific Theater right there just a little bit, and we're going to go back to Europe and finish up Europe and then call it a day on this podcast um, and move to the next one. So, um, okay, speaking of our aircraft, um, we used a ton of aircraft to kind of bomb and soften up Europe before the land invasion. So I'm talking about the time pre-D-Day. So... We figured if an invasion of Western Europe was going to happen, a land invasion, we needed to soften them up. And this is where we come in with all of our plane bombings. So we started using this technique uh, that was developed by the British called carpet bombing, where we would fly over with hundreds of planes and we would drop thousands of bombs and just scatter them all over the area and just kind of lay them down in a giant carpet of bombings uh, that would go over this you know, large area. So carpet bombing, definition-wise, I would like you to know planes that scattered large number of bombs over a wide area. And the hope was that after bombing, we would hit something um, of value. So, I mean, we might go over a city, or if there was a train station, we would just drop a ton of bombs and hope that we were able to disrupt their transportation. And the main planes that would do this were the B-17s, nicknamed the Flying Fortresses. And there would be hundreds of these B-17s, and they were escorted by fighter planes. But these B-17s were just awesome because they could fire in all directions. You had a tail gunner, you had a front gunner, a top gunner, side gunners, and and even a ball turret gunner underneath. So these things were not very maneuverable, but they packed a wallop. And they would generally bomb things like aircraft factories, railways, ball-bearing plants, which were used for machines, bridges, cities, basically anything that would help the enemy to fight a war. So now that we're kind of softening them up, 
we got to get ready to actually, you know, invade and land kind of thing. So late 1943, one of the top generals, George Marshall, said that uh, we need to attack the forces of Germany that are occupying France. So the Allies all agreed, and they called for this invasion um, to be called Operation Overlord. And the guy who was going to be in charge of it was General Dwight Eisenhower. And he was the supreme commander of all Allied forces in Western Europe. Uh, We'll talk about the Pacific Theater a little later. So um, he puts together this invasion uh, plan to you know, invade France and kick out the Germans. And this is Normandy, um, part of France. So shortly after midnight on June 6th, 1944, important date, approximately 4,600 invasion ships and warships left England to head to Normandy. Now, um, the attacking beaches, um, the area that we're going to be landing, were codenamed Utah, Omaha, Gold, Juno, and Sword. Utah and Omaha were going to be taken by the United States, Golden Sword taken by the British, and Juneau was going to be taken by the Canadians. Now, while all these ships are heading over to take over this part of France, thousands of British bombers pounded the beaches of Normandy to kind of soften them up so hopefully our troops would make it around because, I mean, we weren't even sure that we were going to be able to do this. And then also, um, 23,000 airmen, uh, British and United States troops, dropped behind enemy lines. So we were kind of making a sandwich out of the coastal defenses of the Germans. So we were going to attack from the water, and we were going to attack from behind them. All right. So once we got there, our warships started to bomb the shore as our troops headed in. So we had our boats out anchored in the water, and we're, there, we're using giant you know, artillery shells to kind of soften them up even more. Well, we did our very best, but we did lose a lot of troops. Um, We sent in 150,000 Allied troops, equipment as well, and this was over a 60-mile stretch of the Normandy beaches. And Hitler could have sent reinforcements, but he thought that there was going to be a second attack in the Calais region. And one of the reasons for this is we used a ton of deception to try to trick the Germans into thinking that there was going to be a huge invasion of the Callus region, and this was called Operation Fortitude. And we would do things like um, we would bomb that area of the Callus region to make it look important. Uh, We had fake armies, like inflatable tanks, um, stationed in parts of Britain to make it look like we were like getting lined up to attack the Callus region. And it it did work for the most part because Hitler could have reinforced Normandy, but he held his troops back because he thought we were going for Calais. So anyhow, like I said, uh, very heavy casualties, but within a week, we had half a million troops that had come ashore uh, within the Normandy region. And by late July, we had over 2 million. So uh, just to kind of give you uh, an idea of all this deception and so forth that went into it. And Um, We'll talk maybe some more about um, Patton and so forth in class, but we're going to kind of finish that up for right now, at least with with Europe and stuff. And I'll I'll touch a little bit more on that in our next podcast. These are, I would recommend listening to all these podcasts together for World War II. Uh, But just as far as the sake of the PowerPoints are concerned, I'm going to kind of halt it there for right now. So um, I will join you in the next podcast soon. Have a wonderful rest of the day.